my name is Christian Kuhn. I'm your pastor. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Danny. Uh, I am an intern at the Urban Village Church Wicker Park site. Um, normally, I am welcoming our congregants, and today you're welcoming me, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, so, if prayer is a part of your communion with God, will you join me? <clears throat> Creator God and Liberator God. You put words and deeds and thoughts and intentions in our hearts. And sometimes we fall short of that. Sometimes we're afraid to live into that calling. So today, as we reflect on what it means to be bold, will you show us this week how to take small steps and big steps to share your love in the world? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I never thought I would start a sermon this way, but who watched the Super Bowl last week? <laughs> okay, a few people, that's pretty good. I did not. Uh, <laughs> but I did watch the Super Bowl halftime show. Did anybody watch that? Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah there we go. So, um, of those of you who watched it, and by the way, if you didn't, um, Lady Gaga performed a like, massive pop like celebration hit thingy. Uh, so for those of you who watched it, were you just you know really blown away, overwhelmed by how political it was? No? Yeah, me neither. Um, so when I first heard that it was going to be Lady Gaga um, performing, I was like, I was very thrilled because she is, as you might know, um, someone who really speaks very loudly and boldly about things like LGBT inclusion, um, about, uh, she advocates against the bullying of queer teens, which um, she refers to them, you might know, as her little monsters. Um, she also advocates uh, on behalf of victims of sexual violence. And so um, all of those things are things that I'm aligned with and, and things that are um, a little bit at risk right now, in the, especially in the um, political climate that we're in. So, I was, you know, I was like really hoping that she would get up there and she was just gonna, she was gonna give it to him. She was gonna talk to 45 in front of 100 million people about why we stand for love and not hate and why we um, advocate for uh, the inclusion of LGBT people, LGBT people in all spaces and people of color in all spaces. And we got none of that. She didn't say, uh, really anything at all about her advocacy or about her um, political views. And so I was, uh, I was disappointed. I was really hoping that she would take a stand, and she didn't. So, well, and, and for those of you who didn't watch, what she did do was a lot of like fancy flips in the air and then some song and dance numbers, and then she did um, Born This Way, and then we kind of all went on with our day. So, um, at the same time as I was waiting for, uh, or in the, in the weeks running up to the Super Bowl, as, at the same time that I was like thinking, oh, this is going to be so good, there was a very loud segment of the internet um, saying kind of the opposite of what I was saying. They were threatening her, threatening her with, um, uh, threatening her with violence, threatening her with boycotting, threatening her with censorship. And so, as I was thinking about her performance, I kind of, you know, I, was, I asked myself, D 
did she submit? Did she cave in to these pressures, to these um, threats of, of hate and violence? Um, and so we'll come back to that question, uh, but I do want to think a little bit about this, this concept of submitting, uh, because uh, Sophie read to us the scripture, which, which starts out with these beautiful metaphors about how we are living stones and we're all being built up into one big temple and we um, want to share God's love and pull people out of the darkness into God's amazing light and it's very inspiring and then for the sake of God submits every single human institution um, which doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it makes sense it doesn't feel like it really belongs um, with what he was saying um, and I think for a lot of us especially at Urban Village Church we when we were not really inclined to receive messages like that, right? We are people who want to be liberated because we have maybe experienced a lot of oppression um, in our lives. So, um, what do we make of this? You know, we we come here every Sunday, and um, as Julie, I think it was, is it Julie? As Julie told us, we are boldly rooted in the gospel, um, and we, we really proclaim that, and for a lot of us, what it means to be bold and rooted in the gospel is that we live deeply into that authentic self that God made us. We, um, we go out in the week knowing that because we are covered in grace, because we are uh, individually created and designed by God because God's love for us was made manifest in the story of Jesus Christ because of all those things we can live truly and honestly and authentically as ourselves whether that is uh, we are queer people or whether we are people of color or whether we are neurodiverse or we are uh, differently abled and so we believe this and we live that out and so it feels like when we're reading Peter, we kind of have to make a choice. Do we live boldly in that, in that way of being authentic, of being how God made us? Or do we submit? Um, do we cave into the pressures of the world which don't want us to be the way we are, which aren't really ready sometimes to receive us as God made us? And so... I want to um, question this a little bit, and I want to say that maybe we can do both, and maybe sometimes we have to do both. Maybe sometimes we endeavor to be our most authentic selves, and sometimes we come up against powers that are too big for us, and that do make us submit. So going back to Lady Gaga, you know, I was really uh, excited about this, right? I wanted her to to be bold and to go up there and preach and um, to, to tell the world about um, why we won't stand for 45's nonsense. Um, and she didn't, but I think that there was um, some amount of subtle uh, boldness in, uh, in her performance. Um, so, and I think we can really learn uh, a little bit from her. So, um, today in church, we're going to learn from Lady Gaga. <laughs> so, one lesson that we can take from her is um, that she, believe it or not, lives a life that is really, as we say, rooted in the gospel. 
Um, you might not be aware of this, but she is a very devout Catholic. She is very public about her Catholic faith. And um, if you listen to the lyrics of her music, it really does kind of permeate um, her, her, her theology permeates her, her art. Um, and yet, the world doesn't see that. Um, the world just sees another pop star. Um, the world sees just another potentially crazy person in uh, crazy outfits. Um, and so I think that part of the reason why the world doesn't see her as a person of faith is because uh, who she is doesn't really fit into these kind of black and white, liberal and conservative molds that we have, um, that, the, that the world has kind of created. And um, I wonder if maybe you've experienced that in your own life. Um, I know that, that I definitely have. Uh, I uh, do my best to live out my, my faith in, uh, in my daily life, whether that means coming to church, um, preaching, uh, studying theology on my own, telling people at my work or in other contexts about, um, about my church and about the work that I do here. And I don't get the perception that people see me as a person of faith because of who I am. Because I am uh, progressive and because I am gay, uh, they, they kind of erase that side of, of me, um, despite some of my best efforts. Uh, and so I wonder if maybe you've experienced that too, or maybe, uh, maybe you've internalized some of, that, um, some of that progressive Christian erasure, let's call it. Um, maybe you're sometimes afraid to share the good news that you know because of what people will think about you or because of how people will perceive you. That's definitely true for me. And I'll talk a little bit more about my experience with that. Um, and so you know, I want to say that it's okay uh, if sometimes you're afraid to, to evangelize. We'll say that word. I know that has some negative connotations. It's okay if you're... Um, uh, not out there in the world um, talking about praising Jesus all the time um, because the world doesn't need to know your faith for your faith to be real. Um, and you can come here every Sunday and be a part of this community and be reminded of your faith and be refreshed in it. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter um, what the world thinks about you. But you know, we're talking about being bold, right? We're not talking about being shy. And so, so when we're talking about being bold and rooted in this good news um, about God's love and about God's love manifested in the story of Jesus Christ, how do we do that in a public way in the face of this kind of erasure that we might experience, um, in the face of, of, of a world that is not ready to receive you? or maybe not willing, or not able, even. So one way we can do that uh, is by listening to Peter. And I think, again, Lady Gaga does a little bit of this as well. So Peter says uh, in the scripture, uh, you yourselves are being built like a spiritual temple. You're being made into a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So I love this uh, metaphor about being stones and being built up together. 
Um, one, one way that that is kind of made manifest is that um, we are all one part of a bigger whole. So what that means is that no one person has to be the perfect evangelist, the most correct prophet, the strongest warrior for justice, um, because we are working together. We are being built up together to become uh, a spiritual temple. And that's great because sometimes you come up against powers and principalities that are a lot bigger than you, than just one person. So Lady Gaga, she, um, I think she really lives that out in, the, in this Super Bowl performance. Um, she's not a preacher. She's not even a political figure. She is a musician, a pop star, um, an actress, an artist. And she has asserted loudly through the gifts that she has been given, through her music, um, her faith. And I mentioned Born This Way. She says, I'm not going to sing. She says, I'm beautiful in my way because God makes no mistakes. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way, right? She is ex very explicitly talking about God and about how God made us gay. Amen. So, and not only does she sing that song, to herself in the bathroom while she's taking a shower. She sang that song to God and in front of 100 million people who were all watching at the same time. Maybe she could have, she could have done more. I, I think she really could have. She could have said more. She could have used this opportunity to speak from a place of her deep convictions about the inclusion of LGBT people in all society, and she didn't. But she did cry out to God that God makes no mistakes and that this is how she was born. And so going back to this original question about whether she did or didn't submit to human institutions, I think she did, which hurts to admit. Because there was so much potential there. But she has lived out her faith in public in a very bold way, I think, um, through her art and her music, and I'm sure she will continue to do that. And so similarly, we have lived out our faith in our lives, in small ways, and sometimes in big ways. And we have done that, and we will continue to do that. Because as bold as you feel like you've been, there is always more to do. And it's okay to dwell in that tension. You don't have to be the perfect evangelist, the most correct prophet, the strongest warrior for justice, because we're in a community and we can do those things together. So I will give you an example. Um, because I believe in leading by example. I talked a little bit about this Christian erasure thing, and um, I have uh, not been active in my faith uh, or in the church um, for, there's kind of like big gaps in my life. 
And so for me to come back to the church, and not only to come back to the church, but to be considering uh, a career in ministry, that's a really big change for me. I, right now I work in advertising. That has nothing to do with this. Uh, so I've been working at UBC for a few months now, and I've been like very slowly taking these small, but I hope and believe bold steps to share, um, to share God's love in my life and the people around me. So as I was working on this sermon this week, I was thinking, man, you know, I can't go up there and talk about being bold and like, look at how meek I am and look at how little evangelism I do. Um, look at what a, like, I do like secret Christian things. This is kind of like, <laughs> so I did this. This is, I shared this on Instagram. You might have seen it on the um, UC South Loop Facebook page. Um, this is like really, the, this is me almost coming out as a Christian. Uh, I shared this, I said, hey, I'm going to be preaching at South Loop uh, this Sunday, talking about what it means to be bold, um, and Lady Gaga will be making a special performance. Come on in! <laughs> uh, and I was afraid that people would, would not receive that well, that people would think less of me, they might think that I am stupid, or that I am weak and need faith. Uh, to um, live my life and I can't be an independent thinking person. Uh, I received none of that negative criticism, only positive, and especially, I got 42 likes, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> 42 likes, most of whom were not my UBC family. Most of whom, in fact, were people who I haven't talked to in a while and who definitely, that, at least that I'm aware of, don't come from Christian context or faith context. And so, um, maybe being bold isn't about being preachy or right. Maybe uh, being bold is about using your words and actions to share God's love in the world. And with the violence and the hatred that have permeated our society today, isn't that so much more important now than it's ever been? And so I want to invite you uh, to be open to new possibilities. Be open to the possibility that the people around you won't criticize you for having a faith. In fact, they might even encourage you. Be open to the possibility that maybe the people around you are also living stones that we're all being built up together into a spiritual temple. Be open to the possibility that maybe the people around you are in the dark and they're looking for this amazing light that we found right here in this space. And so with those possibilities in mind, the, the potential that that might be true, I'll ask you, what actions and words or what actions will you take and what words will you speak this week to share God's love in a world that might be ready to receive? Amen? Amen. 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 So we're going to enter into a time of offering now. Um, and giving is bold. Because the world tells us that we have to amass wealth. That... Um, we should hoard up 
our, our things, our belongings, our dollars, and keep them to ourselves because that will make us safe and prosperous. But Jesus tells us something very different, which is, blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. And so when you give, know that your giving is not just, it's not just your requirement, it's not just a responsibility, it's a bold act of resistance. And if you're new here, please don't feel pre pressured to give. Um, you are our guest, and your presence here is enough of a gift. Um, and if you want to offer up that tear-off slip um, with, the, with your name and contact information, Christian or one of the other leaders in the church would love to take you out for, uh, for coffee. Are we moving into communion? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I can't talk to you. you go ahead. Yeah. Thank you. 